at her feet was footloose man. You can't. So the imbecile in chief, the President Joe Biden, unveiled this uh, budget plan yesterday. It's like $7 trillion. <laughs> it's got no chance. When I tell you no chance, I mean zero chance of getting through Congress. Zero. It is. As Howard Stern once said, Howard Stern, Howard Cosell once said about John Lennon back on a December night in 1980, dead on arrival. But here is Joe Biden yesterday before the great Curtis Sliwa comes on during this uh, speech in Philadelphia talking about the budget proposal, and he referred to himself as a certain age, which on the surface will sound silly, but the more you hear him speak, maybe he's right. Lou, this is Joe Biden, cut number one. And I can honestly say I have never been more optimistic about America's future than I am today. I mean that sincerely. As you can tell, I've only been around a few years. (laughs) Like 400. Yeah, 400 years old, Joe Biden. You're not wrong about that. we got more cuts from Joe Biden. Of course, the other big story, Donald Trump, it does look like prosecutors here in New York will uh, indict him. This is what Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg is worried about. Not people getting raped in the streets, stabbed on the subway, murdered up and down the east and west side. They're worried about Donald Trump's hush money to Stormy Daniels. And it's got to make Curtis Sliwa angry. Curtis, say what you want. This man has dedicated his life over 40 years, no money, out there protecting New Yorkers. So when Curtis talks about crime, even though he's clearly butthurt by his embarrassing loss to Eric Adams, there is something to it. He does really care. He's proven that. His whole life has been dedicated to protecting New Yorkers. So when you see Alvin Bragg trying to take out Donald Trump over nonsense and people are still dying in the streets... In New York, as much as you dislike Trump, Curtis, it's got to make you angry, no? No doubt. What made me angrier this morning is, again, you know, you're number one, Sid, but the toughest job is to remain number one. Yeah, I've been number one for a while now. I know, but but you promised your audience every Friday, Disco Friday, right? I did at one point. Yeah. Yo, well, what the hell was that? Rolling, that was Rolling Stones. Stones. <laughs> oh, my God. Could you have more of a, a depressing open to Curtis Lee were coming on? Oh, oh, hold on a second. Hey, Lewis, Curtis, and I'm, I'm kind of a Curtis on this one. I really am. I love doing a disco Friday. Louie's not a big disco fan, so we, we, we scratched yeah, because of Yeah, go burn your disco vinyl records then. Well, pick a song right like now. Like they did in Kaminsky Park, remember? No, no I don't. Out in Chicago. No. I don't remember that. Uh, pick a song right now that you would like Lou to play for a disco party. Give me one right oh, now. Oh, Good Times, Chic. Good, good Times, times. Okay. 1979. Right, so, That's when I went rolling in at Coney Island with the yeah. Guardian Angels for the first time. And we just killed the crazy homicides and took over CI. That was in Coney Island? 1979. Remember the movie uh, The Warriors? Of course. When they had that group, they're all ball guys with baseball bats, and I thought their home turf was Coney Island. Was that true? No, no. The Fordham, the the Baldies. The Fordham Baldies. Baldies. But then again, you had to like the Lesboses, right? The remember Lesbos? the Lesboses? No, oh, I don't yeah, remember. Those yeah. femme fatales. Yeah. They were flexing there on the train. Were they then, really women? Yeah, and remember, warriors come out and <laughs> yeah. play. Yeah, I love that. That guy was a great actor. He was also Luther in 48 Hours. He, he, this, this is it. This happy is the jam. You're come happy? on, man. Oh, Pastels, Romeo yeah. and Juliet's race the roof. 
Let's get this party going here. Let's go. God, what the hell is that eulogy to the devil there by uh, the Rolling Stones? But anyway. By the way, it turns out that of all the hosts on this station... I think we do a lot for each other. Yes. I bring you on a bunch, and you're yes. great. Yes. And you give me a, a lot of uh, love and aggravation. No, no, I attack you with yes, the every, every chance you get. Yeah, twelve forty-five. But it turns out that of every host at this station, the one guy turns out is the most loyal, and the guy I could really count on when I'm in trouble is uh, Greg Kelly. Of course. Yeah. Because he's become a sickle fan, Tony and Lackey of you. That's right. Yes. He he said, "Oh shit, <laughs> King Sid." King, King Sid Caesar, you're number one. I wish I could be number one. Big time, you want to you want to say some more poetry from some schmuck out in South Dakota? Oh my God! Guess what? Now that Curtis brought that up, Macedonia built. We got a brand new poem, didn't we? Oh we didn't, no! Uh, yes, we're gonna, gonna do poetry. it. No, here's what we're gonna do. You ready for this? What? You're going to come back later in the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you're going to read the poem. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> you know what? It'll be in honor of. The brother, remember, of Randy Macho Man Savage, the genius who used to come into the ring. Remember Vince McMahon yes. Jr. would have him come in the ring. Yes. Uh, Lenny Popov. Lenny and, Popov. And, and, he would, and he would read poetry. He just recently passed away in his honor, right? Oh, this is great. I love this. More talk time. Anything he's, said for he's, more talk he's time. He's dead, by the way, Randy Savage. Yes, and yes. so, remember his girlfriend, the beautiful oh, Miss Elizabeth? Uh, Hulk Hogan, remember, swept yes. away. Well, let me ask you this. It's a yeah. big story now that you brought this up, Curtis, because you can talk about everything. In today's New York Post, in the business section, it's WWE pitch for a gambling ring. A bid by ousted WWE boss Vince McMahon would allow betting on the outcome of scripted wrestling matches with results possibly being secretly set months ahead of matches. What do you think about betting on wrestling, which is already scripted? Highlight did it first. Highlight did it first. Remember that's true, Bridgeport that's true. And down there in Hollywood, Florida. I went to the one in Dania, right? right, right. And also in Miami. Fixed. Yeah. Fixed, so oh, the guy would climb the wall, make this unbelievable catch, and the very next play, he'd drop it. Right. Right the, in his bucket. The guys from Bosque. Yeah. Remember, they were Bosque <laughs> from Spain. Meantime, you know where they were from? They were from uh, the the, the uh, Spanish Harlem. Here. Yes, yes. East Harlem. Anyway, that was a fixed game. This will be a fixed game. But I want to let you know here, you've been letting your your very dear friend Eric Adams yeah. off the hook. I have been? Remember he said the inn was closed. The inn was closed. We can't. No mas, no well, mas. Hold on. I, I, no did, more I did take him to task today, and I will highlight it again with Brian Kilmeade coming up at 740 for allowing the migrants to go to college for free up in Sullivan County. Uh, Eric, if you're listening, I am not a fan of that. Well, it's not only that. He's blaming oh. the Republicans. Oh, no, no, no. He's blaming the Republicans oh, no, no, for no. this. Oh, no, no. Come on, you heard that? And now he has, what, an Office of Asylum Seeker Operations 24-7-365. Come, come. Underlay, underlay. <laughs> hey, I'm your Papa Chulo. Who's your daddy? What is wrong? This guy said the inn is closed. Now he's giving him a free college education. And he claims that other cities are going to take some of these illegals. What cities, Marquan, am I? You think Ross Barack in Newark is going to take them? <laughs> Fall up in Jersey City? Do you think that Sano up in Yonkers is going to take them? Come on, Sid. Put the screws to him and say, stop this nonsense. He's coming on next week. I'm going to do exactly what you want me to do. I promise you I'm going to do ex In fact, what I'm going to do is go to you before yes. and have you write a list yes, 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 of yes, like yes. five questions. Yes. And I promise if they're not too over the top, I will bring everyone to the mayor's attention. Oh, $5 million a day we're spending <laughs> on them. 101 uh, shelters. By the way, 
I was very disappointed at Phil Macedonia's hero because, you know, he, he watches UFC, makes martial arts. He loves it. You know, there could be a basketball game on. He wants it to. He's over at the Kava Bar there in Bushwick. What? You know, getting stoned. Oh, yeah, ask him. Central Avenue. I've got my bird dogs on him. And he's like, you, i got to turn on UFC. Meantime, his guy, Jake Paul, did you see him? The ultimate mighty white? He lost. He lost to uh, Fury. The I know, Fury. but he was surrounded by Mayweather and TMT, yes. right? The money team. And, and he ran like it, a little wussy. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you, Curtis. Another big piece of news. I did see that. Uh, and I wasn't sure if that was exaggerated, what Curtis just said. I read the no, same no, thing. No, 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 He was afraid. And I'll tell you he, what. He, did he actually run away, Macedonia? He, yeah, he, he ran, ran, but he was surrounded by 25 guys oh, who's by himself. Get out of here. What are you going to do? Something. Let me tell you something. TMT, right, the money team, yeah. always follows Mayweather, who's a little shrimp. And he's got these guys who are like seven foot eight, you know, big brothers who are all roided up. I ran into them 2008, Phoenix, right, Super Bowl, the Miracle Super Bowl, 17-14. Remember the helmet catch? Uh, that would be David Tyree from Eli Manning. And the game winner was an Eli Manning to Praxico right. Boris touchdown pass. No, I don't remember. And the celebrations before, it was with Don Shula, and he was regaling everybody. Remember, he had two Super Bowl victories, six Super Bowl appearances. And who comes in? Mayweather, TMT, the money team. So all the white people, like, scatter, right? And I'm standing right in the middle, and he bumps me. He bumped you? He bumped Floyd me. Mayweather? Hey, I had met him in Grand Rapids, the ultimate mighty whitey city there, you know, where Gerald Ford was from, Amway. That's where he boxes. He bumps me. He says, out of my way, Sliwa. I said, man, I ain't moving for nobody. Wait, he knew your name. He said Sliwa? Oh, yeah. I had met him in Grand Rapids. No That kidding. was the ultimate yeah. white city. There were more Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting a text from Bo Wait, Deedle. Right. He's lying again. All right. I, I, Bo <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, find, I'm, I'm only Couldn't kidding. find Grand Rapids what? on the map, man. Bo Deedle? So the money team, right, they surround me. They stare and glare. They iPhone it, right? Jake Paul did a disservice to all white guys by I think by, you're right. by running. Well, forget about, don't even bring up you and Mayweather. We're not that far removed. Bernard was still alive, God rest his soul. When you were down, I believe, in Penn Station. Yes. And you were surrounded by like six or seven black guys. And not only did you not run, you actually tried to fight. And I think they broke your jaw. You took on six or seven yep, guys. You're absolutely you, right. Right, and you did not run away. They broke your jaw, never run. but you never fell and you never and ran. And by the way, again, another insult to all white people. Colin Kaepernick, right? Oh, what Raised a piece of garbage. by a white family. Right, right. Did the right thing by him. And his mother says, I don't want you to have cornrows like A.I., Alan Iverson. It makes you look like a thug. Right. So he badmouths his stepmother, his stepfather, who raised him as a little baby. And gave him all the things that he complained that other black kids don't get. He went to a very good college in Las Vegas. Yes. They created a successful environment for Colin Kaepernick. And to, to, if you don't know this story, to Curtis's point... This low life, not only kneeling during the national anthem, he came out yesterday and badmouthed both of his adopted parents because they're white and he called them oh, racist. Beautiful people, beautiful. And yes. not only that, he says the reason I chose football over baseball because he was a two star athlete in co- in high school was because there were more blacks in football. Yeah. What yeah. the hell are you I mean, talking about? He's the ultimate racist. Oh he's the ultimate God. racist, yes. I mean, think of how many young black babies there are in foundling hospitals because they have no father, no mother. And sometimes white parents who can't have a child, or maybe they already have children, they come in and they do the right thing. Did, 
with look at Madonna. She goes to Africa <laughs> to adopt black children instead yeah. of the African Americans here in the foundling hospitals. These beauty- and, and, uh, I think Angelina Jolie did the same thing, didn't she? Right, right. Yeah. So these beautiful uh, white parents. He doesn't charge them with physical abuse. He no. doesn't say he was sexually assaulted. No. Nope. He says that his mother said, "I don't want you to have AI Allen Iverson cornrows in your hair because it makes you look like a thug," which is true. Yeah. Allen Iverson was a thug. And remember, he killed, almost killed a guy with a bowling ball <laughs> in high school. And remember, the black governor there, Wilder, uh, gave him a reprieve. Yep, yep. I mean, this guy was insane in the brain, Allen Iverson. So the mother did the right thing. said, I don't want you looking like a thug when you go to school. You have such a promising career. No, and then he says, that's why he wears the big fro now. In defiance of the mother and father who adopted him and made him the gazillionaire he is now. Well said. I'm so glad that... Curtis Lewa brought this story up. So if you were ever a fan of Colin Kaepernick and you thought he was doing justice, serving African-Americans well, what he did yesterday was so vile, so disgusting, so disloyal, and so racist that if you haven't figured it out by now, you never will. Oh, my God. That is a slam dunk by Curtis Lewa. Big time. Big time. Thank you. Big time. Macedonia Phil. Stand up. Don't run from the brothers there in Bushwick like you typically do every morning. Uh Uh-oh. Wait a second. Wait a second. Here I gave you credit for not running from those black guys in Penn Station. Yes. I just received a text. I was with Chuck Zito last night. Ask Curtis if he ran away from Chuck Zito. Never did. Never did. I said the martial arts expo, the Tropicana, me and Chuck Zito were embracing Bronx, Guy Wright, Hell's Angel. Obviously a guy who would bend legs and stuff it in people's pockets. Don't try to break up me and Chuck Zito, well, Bo Dito. How do you know it's Bo Dito? I know it's Bo Dito. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> More of sitting friends on a Friday after a spectacular appearance by Curtis Sliwa. Coming up next. Good job. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.